You're listening to The Angry Mason, building a hot shit podcast brick by brick. I'm your hot shit host, Angry Mason Ryan, and here's my podcast partner, Angry Mason Dan. Ryan, we promised everyone this has got to be it, right? This is the week we unveil the origin story. Dan, this is our 10th episode. Every episode before this, you've been asking me, when are we going to do the origin story? When are we going to do the origin story? Uh That's you. That's what you sound like. And you know what, Dan? We're going to do the goddamn origin story. Yes. (laughs) See, we had to wait until episode 10 because we couldn't have our origin story without... One of the originals, the OGAM. And I'm talking about the one, the only, the notorious PDP. Welcome to the show, PDP. Oh, thanks for having me. Angry Masons back together. <laughs> oh, That's right. <laughs> Now, what the listeners don't know, Ryan, is we've known PDP just about as long as we've known each other. That is true. That is a truthitude. And PDP is, in fact, one of the original Angry Masons. In fact, uh, you actually coined the phrase Angry Masons, didn't you? I believe so. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, don't think that it entitles you to like any kind of merchandising or or profits or anything like that. No, you're not getting any of the profits of that uh, Ryan Cod piece that we're working on. Damn it. Why does that have to be the Ryan Cod piece? Uh, I mean, you know, I just thought you would fit on the front of a Cod piece. I just thought your face would look right there in front of someone's crotch. You know, I'd rather be on the koozie. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure that you would. I'm sure that you would, but uh, that's just going to be Angry Masons with our logo. The Cod piece definitely needs your face on the front. I mean, come on. It's going to sweep the nation. You'll be in people's pants all over the country. You know what? I'm thinking... Men's be... pants. Not people's <laughs> pants. Men's pants. Well, I think, yeah. I, I think it will spark a cod piece revolution, and I'll be uh, you know, a fashion magnate. You can well, let's hope so. <laughs> let's hope so, because we're in a lot of debt from this podcast. So uh, let's hope that we make some money from this merchandising. Yeah, I mean... We're spending our own money. We're not getting any uh, endorsements or anything. And not one single groupie yet. Yeah. <laughs> As we discussed uh, recently, uh, there have not yet been any podcast groupies, but uh, we're still holding out hope that Ryan's going to see some action from some groupies. Have you checked our email recently? I, mean... <laughs> I have. Uh, yep. Uh, not much on there. Uh, lots of spam. For whatever reason, uh, catlever.com just isn't taking off like I thought it would. Oh, gee, funny that. <laughs> Mm, well, don't worry. The legions of loyal cat owners out there will uh, uh, soon get word of our podcast. And before you know it, uh, <laughs> be, our inbox will be stuffed. <laughs> well, right. buckle up, PDP, because uh, you're taking the full Angry Mason ride today. And the first stop, as always, is going to be Wacky News. Our first story today uh, involves a poor little girl that was picked on at an airport by someone from Southwest Airlines. Can you believe that? What kind of monster would pick on a little girl? That's right. You see, uh, Tracy Redford alleges that as they were boarding the plane, the gate agent started laughing, pointing at me and my daughter, talking to other employees. So I turned around and said, hey, 
if I can hear you, my daughter can hear you. So I'd appreciate it if you'd just stop. Uh, do you do you know why they were uh, making fun of little Absidy? Wait, little what? Yeah, that's right. Her name is Absidy, and that's spelled A B C D E. What in the actual fuck? I mean, now I have a degree in English, right? PDP, you have a master's degree in English, don't you? Yes. So how do you think that would be pronounced? A, B, C, D, E. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at, at best, maybe abdu. Abdu. Well, uh, this mother was furious and uh, took it to the press uh, and uh, just can't understand how anyone would point and laugh at her daughter. Uh, they, they say that she says that they have scarred her for life. Now, I have to say, if you're that uh, worried about people laughing at your daughter, I don't know, maybe give her an actual fucking name. Yeah. I mean, the poor kid is going to have to go through, through some counseling in, in her uh, formative years, I'm sure. I mean, and, and you got to think eventually she's going to have to change that name, right? <laughs> the hell's wrong with Lisa? This <laughs> is a nice name. Well, uh, obviously, the mother, you know, named her daughter that way to draw attention to herself, you know, and, and, and uh, well, guess what? Mission accomplished. Uh, Tracy Redford, uh, you know, you just had to go name your daughter something crazy. Uh, congratulations. You just guaranteed her a life of being bullied. Parental hubris, just so she could look good on Instagram, I bet. We see you, Tracy. Tracy, you a stupid hoe. <laughs> Well, uh, the airline offered a sincere apology to the family in a statement and said, we take great pride in extending our Southwest hospitality to all of our customers, uh, which includes living by the golden rule and treating every individual with respect. Uh, so they say we followed up with employee involved. And while we don't disclose personnel actions publicly, we're using this as an opportunity to reinforce our policies. So uh, you got it. Don't uh, point and laugh at little children with stupid names, I guess. It's a boy named Sue all over again. Mm. Yeah. Well, anyway, our next story comes from Nepal, Ryan. It's international. Oh, nice. That was That's my right. Uh, accent. <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think they talk like that in Nepal. I mean, I could be wrong. <laughs> I have never spoke to anyone from Nepal, so I wouldn't know. Well, uh, there's a gentleman in Nepal, and I'll try to pronounce his name. It's Yagya uh, Katue, uh, and he's from Nepal. Uh, apparently, claims to have the world's longest tongue, so long, in fact, he can lick his own forehead. God damn, did this guy, he stole my genie wish. Like, if I had <laughs> from genie, that'd be, like, in the top three. Well, I mean, it'd guarantee a lots of action, wouldn't it? I mean, you know, you could use that in a bar or something. Just a little demonstration should get someone to go home with you. I mean, at two o'clock in the morning, yeah. I mean, I just tell women I, I can lick my eyebrows and bam, still nothing. But, you know, if you could show them. Exactly. Exactly. If you could see this gentleman, and we'll post a link to this so everyone can check out the amazing feat of him touching his forehead with his tongue, uh, you would understand because uh, he says he has to be careful about who he demonstrates to because people get a little freaked out. <laughs> oh, you think? <laughs> you think you get a little freaked out? Someone looking yeah. at his own forehead? I'll, well, I'll sure at least he's not looking like someone else's forehead un, uninvited. It's or, the kind of thing you cannot unsee. Yeah, even if it was invited, no. <laughs> Come on, Paul, let me lick your forehead. <laughs> You're not invited. <laughs> Sticking uh, with the uh, international theme, the next story comes from Manchester. Uh, and it's about a woman who just went out to get a little bit of fr uh, fried chicken, right? Oh, okay. Uh, I don't yeah. know how that's newsworthy. 
Uh, well, you see, apparently she was a little short on cash, so she tried to ask for free food, and when the staff refused, um, she instead offered sexual favors for the chicken. <laughs> Paul, you ever offer to suck a dick for a drumstick? <laughs> I'll jack you off for a nugget. <laughs> Well, uh, you see, the staff refused uh, that, uh, surprisingly. Uh, they didn't go for that. Uh, and that's when she became uh, abusive, uh, spitting on the employee and uh, taunting that employee with uh, racial slurs. For not doing her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's so upset that they wouldn't have sex with her that she started calling him racial slurs. <laughs> that is just that is, uncalled for and bizarre. Hey, well, you know what? When a woman's got to have her fried chicken, she's got to have her fried chicken. Well, uh, then the police arrived, and uh, it, it only got worse for the woman uh, because as uh, they tried to handcuff her, she kicked out and struggled, uh, spit on a couple of the officers, and uh, needless to say, was uh, uh, arrested and charged with several several offenses, including uh, aggravated harassment and racially aggravated harassment. Do you think she went there for the chicken, or do you think she was just trying to go there to get laid and maybe get some chicken out of the deal? Yeah, which one was uh, which one was the intent and which one was the bonus? I'm not sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well. Anyway, the uh, the next story goes along with our continuing theme here, uh, but this time it's from Erie, Pennsylvania. But it does include a large woman. Uh, and apparently, a 300 pound woman has pleaded guilty to third degree murder for killing her nearly 120 pound boyfriend by beating him with a table leg and then sitting on him, rendering him, <laughs> rendering him unable to breathe. Was she just get tired from beating on a man with a, ta- uh, a table leg and just, you know, I'm going to sit right here. <laughs> Not only did face. she sit on him and beat him with the table leg, she stabbed him through the hand with it. Good God, man. Apparently what happened is uh, she sat on him and then passed out on top of him as a result of drinking. <laughs> oh, she fell asleep on his ass. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they claim it wasn't intentional. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a blanket. <laughs> This doesn't feel like my snuggie. <laughs> I have to say, if you crush somebody to death, you got to kind of take responsibility for that, right? You're like, whoops, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> well, it wasn't any sort of sexual games or anything. Uh, she just generally wanted to beat the crap out of her boyfriend. Well, I mean, for some people, that could be foreplay. Don't you think there's a little danger there? Uh, I mean, when you are 100 and 120 pounds and you're dating a woman who's 300 pounds? <laughs> just danger in general yeah, like, I think he's only 120 pounds because she is 300 pounds there ain't no leftovers oh shit they start <laughs> the same size yeah. she's just tougher I mean, she's been bullying him taking his taking his lunch meat and shit she beat a motherfucker with a, a table leg probably for some supper and then <laughs> stabbed him through the hand with it and then sl- <laughs> jumped on top of him and passed out Good God! Now I just I do just want to point out that um, yes, we are aware at laughing at a dead man, but come on, you shouldn't die so funny. Well, I'm kind of laughing at the lady. <laughs> oh, well, <that's> fine, <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with that. Seems legit. I mean, she'll never catch us. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, well, Ryan, this last story uh, just might hit home for you, so prepare yourself. <laughs> All right. Uh, well. Apparently, Starbucks says it is finally going to block customers from watching porn in the store after years of pressure. 
God damn it. Now when I'm jerking off in Starbucks, it's going to look weird because I'm not looking at porn or something. <laughs> Just jacking it. <laughs> yeah, because it was so normal before uh, for you to be watching porn. Well, unfortunately, Ryan, they're, uh, they're going to be blocking most content with their Wi-Fi service. So you will no longer be able to watch porn at Starbucks. Apparently, it was a big issue. God damn it. I'll come in with a hustler and jerk off like a pilgrim. <laughs> Like you're old school, huh? Yeah, yeah. Going green. Bring it back to classics. <laughs> How big of a problem really is this? I mean, have you ever been in a Starbucks and you saw somebody over in the corner uh, watching porn? No, because if I did, I think I'd join them. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's not an invitation. What? Yeah. <laughs> not an invitation. <laughs> it's usually a solitary kind of thing, Ryan. You don't just walk up and say, may I join you? Oh, I don't ask. Let's <laughs> do it. <laughs> Hi, I'm joining you. <laughs> <laughs> Look me in the eye. This is happening. You know what? Let's get out of this segment as fast as we can. Uh, let's go talk about a little football. Dan, my Gators have gone from a four-win team last year to being in the top ten in a New Year's Six Bowl game this year. How about them Gators? That's right. That's right. They're going to be playing Michigan in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Paul, you know you're you're a, a Notre Dame fan. Uh, you're very familiar with Michigan. What's your take on them? Ann Arbor is promiscuous. <laughs> Well, what does that mean for football? Um, they'll lose. Yeah, I mean, they're talking all this mess about how they have an elite defense. And, mm. uh, yeah, for the Big Ten you do. Sure, okay. Florida has seen at least, what, four or five, six of those defenses this year alone? Yeah. Yeah, and they uh, did just have Ohio State hang like 70 points on them. So I don't know how you can claim to be elite defense to anything uh, when you give up 70 points. No, that's like Oklahoma numbers. Yeah. And their best uh, defensive lineman is choosing to sit out this game because he's going out in the draft. Yeah. Now, that's the thing I've been seeing more and more lately, Ryan. You, uh, what do you think about that for a player who just decides they're not going to play the bowl game you know, because they don't want to hurt themselves? If you're not playing for a championship, get that money. Yeah, it's hard to argue with someone who might just be making millions and millions of dollars in a few months, uh, and then there's that chance they could destroy it all by, uh, you know, a wrong cut or a bad hit during that game. Exactly. So, you know, minimize your risk. And, uh, I mean, if you're just playing for pride, well, my friend pride is a fool's fortress. Well, you know, the Gators are going to be playing a big new year's day game and that's exciting, but, uh, there's something else going on in the college playoffs. Uh, playoffs. Don't talk about playoffs. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, uh, I have to say, I think it's all a big formality, we could pretty much uh, go ahead and write it down. Alabama's going to just sweep right through. Alabama. Fucking Alabama. Yep. Roll tide roll around the bowl and down the hole. Oh, yeah, that's very clever. Well, you know, we all, uh, we're all not too big of fans of Nick Saban around here being Dolphins fans, but I have to say, yeah, I have to say that uh, he's a pretty damn good college coach. That Alabama team has been rolling for years. I just don't think anyone in there could stop him. What about you guys? Nick Saban could go fuck himself up his own asshole. 
All right, that's constructive. All right, but what do you think about the team's chances? I like that to Tilapia. <laughs> um, that's I the quarterback. I, th- I think it's pronounced Tua. Well, I'm pretty sure it's Twa. Yeah, I think you got it wrong, dude. <laughs> yeah. So he's informed. Uh, all right, all right. Well, then Twa. Just ask, uh, ask Absida's mom. <laughs> ABCD. <laughs> hey, it's not nice to make fun of people's names. Sorry. We're actually making fun of the person, though. <laughs> oh, oh, then that's okay. That's all right. Well, uh, you know, PDP, I know you're a huge Notre Dame fan. Uh, what do you think their odds are? Well, it's slim. They'll have to play their best game all year to beat Clemson. And then if they're lucky enough to beat Clemson and Alabama's waiting in the championship, they would have to play an even better game than they played if they were to be lucky enough to beat, Clem- to beat Clemson. But I'll be cheering for him, nonetheless. But you know who's going to be on uh, Notre Dame's sideline? Jesus! Yeah, that's right. Notre Dame has Jesus on their side, so uh, you never know what could happen. They might actually be able to take down Alabama. Wouldn't it be like the greatest college football year ever if Notre Dame moved through the playoffs and then knocked down Alabama? It would be for me, but I know for a lot of people. (laughs) I tell you what, I'd instantly be a huge Notre Dame fan. Look, if my choices are Notre Dame or those other three, for the first time, I'm going to pull for Notre Dame. You know who uh, who won't have a great offseason or postseason, though? A little school that goes by the initials FSU. They're going to be sitting on the sidelines, uh, sitting at home, actually, on the couch, watching the playoffs and watching all the bowl games this year, uh, you know, thanks to those Florida Gators. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha, you suck, Seminoles. You know what? They're having a real down year, and uh, but they still have a lot of talent on that team. Do you think this is the beginning of a big run for the Gators where they put a little streak together? I believe so. Uh, I think they'll get maybe three, four in a row. In that last match, Ryan, tell me they didn't look a little disorganized, a little bit like they didn't know what was going on on the sidelines. Oh, they had no idea what was going on. I mean, you had like 10 players on some plays when then like one just comes three on another play. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like that at some points. I mean, they made Felipe uh, Franks look like an all-pro. So, you know, is that coaching stuff going to correct itself? I mean, you're talking about their last game of the season, and they can't even get the right number of people on the field. They're going to have to wait till the next coach, I guess. <laughs> yeah, if Willie Taggart keeps us up, that would probably be sooner than later. He probably has one year, honestly. Yeah, but I think I, if he has another year like this, then uh, you know they yeah. show him the door pretty fast. There's like a GoFundMe page at halftime of the first game. <laughs> That's like, fans first, for it. They're like, Frank, first play call. I'm like, whoop, no, we want him out. Yeah. <laughs> GoFundMe page, put it up. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, let's just hope that uh, FSU continues to be uh, basement dwellers, and uh, maybe this is a nice streak of them not making the playoffs. I'm sorry if it's... Uh, you know, if it's wrong of me to take pleasure in somebody else's pain, but uh, then if, if that's wrong, I'm wrong. Let's just go with that. But moving on to the NFL, uh, a little bit of good news. The Miami Dolphins last week were able to eke out a victory against the Buffalo Bills. But you know what, Ryan? Despite the fact they got a W, uh, I'm still a little disappointed in that game. What about you? If Charles Clay doesn't slip in the end zone, they would have won that game. The Bills would have won that game. It's true. All hands of clay just came up a little bit short there and uh, couldn't get that game winning touchdown. I have to tell you, uh, when that ball was in the air, I thought for sure it was uh, it was going to be an easy touchdown for them. And the Dolphins were going to just hand away the game. 
Oh, they tried to lose it. Ryan Tannehill is back. Uh, he's had a couple of games now. Uh, have you seen any improvement, or is it just the same old Tannehill? You know, it's been seven years, and we're still like, what the fuck is this guy? Is he good? Is he shit? I don't know. And if it's taking seven years and you're still asking that question, chances are he's shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be, what, 32 uh, this year coming up? So, I mean. Old ass. Is he that old? Yeah. Or 30 years old, 31, something like that. Uh, He's definitely at least 30. Uh, And if you're already 30-year-old quarterback in this league and you haven't had a breakout year yet. Exactly. Unless your name's Kurt Warner, uh, then it's probably not going to work out for you. Uh, Rich Gannon went to a Super Bowl. Anyway, let's uh, let's go into those predictions, Ryan. What do we got this week? Patriots, Dolphins. Well, the big news now is uh, the X Factor, Xavier Howard. He's going to be out for the game, and that's too bad because he's clearly this year the best player on the Dolphins' defense. And I know the Dolphins, you know, they typically do better than most at home against the Patriots. But considering that horrific performance uh, back at the beginning of the year against the Patriots, I just don't see him pulling it out. And I think without Xavier and Howard there to keep uh, Brady honest, I think the Patriots win by a couple touchdowns. What do you think, PDP? Well, I want the Dolphins to win, but that was a pretty good argument you just laid down. So, <laughs> Of course. <laughs> like, I'll be cheering for him because, like Ryan, I hate Tom Brady. Um, like we all hate the Patriots, fuck them. So as all right-minded people do. Yeah, exactly. Everyone who doesn't like cheaters. Yeah. But I honestly think the Patriots will probably win. I agree. I predict that Tom Brady will beg Minka Fitzpatrick for the old rookie reach around. <laughs> oh, oh, well, that's a Tom Brady kind of thing to do. All right, what else you got for us, Ryan? Next up, Ravens Chiefs. Now this should be an interesting one. You know, Ryan. Uh, just a couple weeks ago, after that Monday night game, uh, you and I were talking about Mahomes looking like a young Dan Marino. But now that they've lost their starting running back, PDP, you think that's going to affect them at all? No, I think it's just more passing yards for um, Patrick Mahomes. All right, so who are you taking in this matchup? Chiefs. Well, you know, even the, despite the fact that the Ravens have Lamar Jackson now, uh, I think the Chiefs just overpower them on offense. I'm taking the Chiefs at home for sure. I predict that the Chiefs are going to kick the Ravens like Kareem Hunt kicks. No, no. You know what? There's nothing funny <laughs> about that. Fuck you, Kareem right. Hunt. Yeah, that's right. That's very socially responsible of you, Ryan. What's next? Next, next up, Falcons Packers. Now, this is interesting. Uh, you know, the Packers uh, recently lost their coach, right, PDP? Yes, whereabouts unknown. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't miss They're still him. searching. They know, they know where he is. He's not oh. on the sidelines. Oh. It's not like, you know, okay. they look under the bed for him. Or... <laughs> okay, I understand. Well, unfortunately, the only coach they can find is Joe Philbin. And, uh, <laughs> you know, as, as, a, as a Dolphins fan, I could tell you how that works out. So I think they dropped this one at home. And in spite of the Falcons having a down year, I think they pulled this one out. What do you think, PDP? Um, I'm going to go with the Packers. Aaron Rodgers can't yeah. be a bad pick. He'll just be his own coach on Sunday. Makes sense. I predict that the Packers interim head coach, Joe Philbin, will be replaced before the game by Lurch from the Adams family, and no one will notice the difference. <laughs> That's where I saw him before. Oh, I uh, you rang. <laughs> Next up, 
Rams, Bears. Yeah, Bears. You know, uh, we know somebody who's a big Bears fan. Old Sammy from Miami. He's a big Bears fan. I bet he'll like this game. Uh, but uh, Rams at Bears, uh, I think the Bears, uh, I know they're having a pretty good year, but I don't think they can mess with the Rams. I'm taking the Rams. What do you think, PDP? Yep, Rams all the way. Their offense looks unstoppable, even against the Bears defense mm-hmm. this year. I predict that a certain portion of the population gets all flustered when they hear Rams Bears. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Sammy from Miami gets a little frisky when he hears it. Oh yeah, his, his nipples are hard somewhere. That's that's for sure. <laughs> Gross. That dude's chafing. Now I think it's time for everybody uh, maybe to get to know PDP just a little bit better. Now we got a segment we call Four Questions and One to Know on. Ryan, why don't you uh, why don't you start? Well, uh, PDP, you, like myself, spent some time in the Navy. Your experience is a little different than mine. I was in a helicopter squadron. Meanwhile, you were ship's company, so that means you lived on the boat. So you were in the uh, the deck department, right? Yep, deck department. And it's not, not because of ASVAB scores or anything like that, far from it. It's because you happen to be colorblind, right? Mm-hmm. So that allowed you to be in either deck department or the mess hall or... Well, yeah, mess hall is basically was temporary assignment duty but i did that too (laughs) okay or what else would would they let you be pecker checker oh pecker checker that's the that's the nurse yeah so i chose duck department or it's actually unrated unrated semen (laughs) (laughs) mine's been rated for twice i don't know um so what because i know that you traveled about as much as i did while we were in there what country did you have the most fun in? Oh, Greece, and specifically Corfu. So, like, when our boat got there, we immediately went to the beach. It was, like, probably 10.30 in the morning. And there was, like, a sign that said clothing optional. And when I first saw it, I immediately thought of, like, the South Florida, like, nude beaches where it's usually, like, an old man and his nuts in the sand. <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, no. So we walk out there, and it's just really good-looking chicks everywhere. And at that moment, I'm like, I'm going to take the option to keep my board shorts on. I'll be pointing at, like, all of these people. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want someone to lose an eye. No. I didn't yeah. want to embarrass myself. <laughs> we hung out with you all the time uh, back in high school, and you were kind of notorious for uh, being, uh, I don't know, having a little bit of a lead foot. Uh, exactly how many tickets did you get back then? I got several. I think it was like eight tickets in six months. I know I got my license suspended for Holy sure. Shit. For ex- exceeding the points, uh, the allotted point total. Were you trying to get in the Guinness book or something? No, I was just being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> How do you so get that many tickets in such a short amount of time? Well, I got three in, in one stop. I got three in five. Oh, shit. Yep. Damn, you had to like try to do that. No, it's just being. Hey, what, did you flip off the cop or what? <laughs> no, I'm not even sure. I think um, the passenger was Sammy from Miami. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, you remember sense. his reputation. Oh, yeah. He tried to pull the balls out of the cop's pants. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Feel the <for> change. <laughs> yeah, old Sammy from Miami, he was notorious for, uh, you know, being gender fluid. <laughs> gender gender fluid. <laughs> Gender fluids. He, has, he had those gender fluids everywhere. <laughs> That's what we call baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, PDP. Next question. Uh, question number three. 
All right, you're at you're at the bar. They start chanting shots, 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 shots. What are you shooting? Tequila. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, good answer. Any particular brand? Um, Patron. I like Patron. I mean, who doesn't? Oh, someone else is buying Patron. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When I'm buying, it's well. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. keep shit out. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's say uh, you're in prison, about to be executed tomorrow morning. What's your last meal? Lasagna. Really? Oh, of all nice. the last meals you could have, it's lasagna? Either that or beanie weenies. Damn, you are like no frills. <laughs> lasagna lots of frills, man. It's like layers. Oh, all right. Okay. Hey, don't be hating on the man because he I loves lasagna. I know it's layers. <laughs> Cheese and stuff. <laughs> Big, <laughs> Big ricotta fan, are you? Yep. Nice. Ricola. Nice. <laughs> All right, now for our one to know on question. What makes PDP cry? Well, I've been finding dog shit in my yard, and I don't have a dog. And Oh, damn. I was actually talking to Ryan about this the other day. I've been sh- kind of flinging it in my neighbor's yard, and I'm thinking, <laughs> it might not be his dog. <laughs> First of all, are you sure it's dog shit? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. It was. It's kind of curled up a little. Human shit is more like streamlined. I think. <laughs> what are you? Well, I mean, shouldn't you be certain? <laughs> well, I mean, I've never laid mine next to a dog shit. Just kind of guesstimating. Shouldn't you be certain where it came from before you start yardapulting the poop over? I'm gonna over go ahead. Fence? <laughs> if it's a like human shitting in my yard, <laughs> dude, there's some issues, <laughs> dude. I- I don't know if you heard that one podcast, but yeah, the building I work in, someone just shit, just took a shit in the elevator. (laughs) That was weeks ago. And then later, like this week, someone pissed in the goddamn elevator. Well, I can understand that. Really? Uh, Sometimes you got to go. I mean, if you're going up multiple floors. It's four stories. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's a quick elevator ride. I mean, yeah. seriously, how do you like? How do you squat and drop like in in just four floors? I mean, you don't have a lot of time for that. You know, it got so bad. My boss actually had to call. Because <laughs> yeah, the boss actually had to call the uh, building supervisor, and their solution was to put a, a security camera in. It's like, wait a second. Is he trying to stop people from shitting, or is he trying to get off to some weird shit? He's trying to make some (laughs) extra money on the side. (laughs) I got these shit takes. (laughs) Ryan, you've been able to trade desks and get away from that elevator yet? No, no, they moved everyone else to the annex. I'm still there. So someone shits, I'm going to know it. So they left you behind next to the shit vader, huh? Shit Vader. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Darth Vader is like really crappy cousin. Shit Vader. (laughs) Hey Darth, let me see your lightsaber. Hey Darth, <laughs> let me alone, Chip Vader. <laughs> Enough about Ryan's poop Vader. PDP. Uh, uh, you know, you told us earlier you're already classing up the podcast, bringing your master's degree on here, and uh, you, you spent a lot of time teaching. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? How did that go for you? Okay, my very first day, first five minutes of teaching. As I attempt to get all the students into their seats, one particular kid is not getting in his chair or taking his seat. So I walk over to him. I ask him his name. I'm like, excuse me, you know, would you please sit down so we can get the class started? 
He looks at me dead in the eye, and we're about the same height. He's 15 years old. Eye to eye, he goes, you're scared of me, aren't you? Oh, damn. It's <laughs> so, like in prison, he's just sizing you up. Yeah, I, I mean, I think so. Like, my first reaction is, what the fuck did this kid just say to me? <laughs> That's understandable. You must have been stunned. Yeah. And the other part is like, this fucking kid knows I'm scared of him. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say to him? So, like, just kind of instinctively, I didn't even realize I kind of had it in me. I just took a step closer and we're like nose to nose. And I'm like, I've been in a fucking war. You think I'm scared of you? And I even like, oh, cuss, like the kids even heard me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, my version of war was on board of aircraft carrier. Like, <laughs> well, you didn't know that. See, and like hot meals. And so we played video games and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, the kid didn't know that. I assume that made him back up. Oh, no, exactly. And word travels fast. The next morning, the next day, same class, this little girl, her name is Paris, raises her hand. She's like, uh, Mr. P, was it like Call of Duty? And like, <laughs> I, was, what? I, I know. So I just rolled with it. I was like, I really don't want to talk about it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> The back. <laughs> well, I just had to like, go for my own reputation. If they thought I was tough, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just let them take that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you, what uh, what grade was that you were teaching? Um, I taught I taught all four grades in high school. Um, it was mixed ninth and tenth, and then eleventh and twelfth. It was a a um, call. It was a reading program. I was an English teacher, and the name of the class was uh, intensive reading. So it was for the lowest 25th percentile of performers on the Florida State Standard Test. It was like all the kind of rough kids. So if like a teacher is like, oh, I had three kids that misbehaved. Well, I got, I, they were all in my class. It was like all 28 kids, all crazy as hell. <laughs> but I really enjoyed them. Like I made a, I was able to develop a rapport with them pretty quickly. I mean, I'm not teaching any longer, but I still think about them today. They were really cool kids. Um, I hope we're doing well. So was it like one of those movies where you go in and like you're different ethnicity than everybody else? And so you have to like identify with the kids and then you like, um, you know, you start learning martial arts together or something. And you draw <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Is that how it works? Were you like Michelle Pfeiffer? <laughs> I was hotter. Or Samuel Jackson? Way hotter. No, you weren't. <laughs> no, not at all. And it was actually my time in the Navy that helped me prepare myself to be in an environment where where I'm around people who look different from me. I mean, there's really no different be- difference between um, those students and any other high school age kids. They're worried about the exact same stuff. Yeah, now, oddly enough, your first day at your duty station in the Navy, you had a similar confrontational experience. Oh, yes. Yeah. So my first day on board, it's a weekend. There's not a lot of people on board my boat. I'm a little nervous. I don't know, you know, it's first day on board. I was on an aircraft carrier, so the thing is fucking huge. I don't, honestly, I don't want to get lost. So I'm thinking I'm only going to go from my rack to the mess hall and back. But I was tired from a long flight. I didn't sleep. I'm just kind of nervous checking on board for the first time. So I get assigned my rack. I don't know where it is or who is sleeping above me or who's sleeping below me. Lucky enough, it was a middle rack. So I get in there, I start, I'm actually asleep. I'm in my uh, underwear and white t-shirt. I have my privacy curtains closed. I guess my feet are sticking out. And someone rips open my the privacy curtains 
I'm sleeping on my stomach, right, with my head kind of pointed away uh, from from where he's standing. So he grabs me, and I immediately say, what the fuck, dude? And I, he has a hold of me by my underwear and my T-shirt, just pulls me out, throws me on the ground. As I start to stand up, he gives me this combination, a quick one, two, three. Bam, bam, bam. He even breathes out like a professional boxer. <laughs> Dude, I immediately fold up and I look up. I see this really big black dude. His last name is Goodwin. He's like, I'm big good. Nobody cusses around me. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? I'm in the Navy. I'm in the <laughs> department. How is no one going to fucking cuss around this so, dude? So casual violence. That's cool. But don't oh. you say a dirty fucking word. <laughs> no, I mean, this dude was about casual violence, but do not fucking cuss around him. He had like a for real protective layer. You, you would not think someone in the military, much less the Navy, much less deck department, is going to be able to like have a life where no one's cussing around him. No one did because he will whoop your ass. God damn. God. <laughs> he was a cool dude. Just don't cuss around him. Oh, what do you call that combo? Two piece and a biscuit. Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> Two pieces of biscuit. You see, that's where that lady should have gone to. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Oh, Big Good would have served her up. <laughs> but could you imagine? That's how bad of a dude. Nobody cussed around him. Oh, man. No. I, I can literally not imagine that. <laughs> well, I, I assume the experience got better for you after that. Were you on good terms with that dude afterwards? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he was a cool dude. He just did not put up a cussing. That was his shit, so That's, no one did. So no one, no one you kept everyone, it to yourself, huh? Everyone kept it to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it was like people would like joke around as we were getting ready in the morning, like if someone would really fuck with Big Good, like when your kids is like, would someone really fuck with like the big bully? Like, would anyone ever really want to fight Big Good? <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me no. No, oh no. <laughs> Even the big tough dudes were like little bitches. Like I ain't cussing around and fuck that. <laughs> Now that we know you a little better, I think maybe it's time. I know there's some people out there who are anxiously awaiting it. Why don't we go ahead and get to business? Ew. And now, due to unpopular demand... The origin story of the Angry Masons. So there I was. The whole crew, Dan, Ryan, Sammy from Miami, and Johnny fucking One Nut. We're at Publix to get some snacks for a D&D session. Like, Daz root beer and no pretzels. You know, to put this in perspective to the listeners, this was back in the early 90s. Uh, to give you a good idea, it's when... Um, uh, Nirvana put out uh, Nevermind and Smells Like Teen Spirit video. We had just watched it before we headed over there. And uh, we were all heading into Publix and, you know, Sammy from Miami was with us. He had some sticky fingers. Yeah, we couldn't take that dude anywhere. No. So we're just like in Publix, minding our own business. And the manager was like, hey, you kids! I just kind of looked over at Johnny and I was like, who the fuck is he calling kids? And he shrugged and I was like, oh, that's us. Yeah, I immediately thought that uh, old Sammy from Miami got caught shoplifting something again. Yeah, me too. I did too. <laughs> so I looked at Dan. We kind of fucking like looked at each other, both nodded mm. and... Fucking ran. took off. Yeah, we ran. 
Yeah, and I saw you two run at the same time Johnny One Nut did, and I knew I wasn't going to outrun Johnny, so I just pushed that dude into some <laughs> shelves and ran too. You know that was fucking cold blooded, man. Yeah, fucked re- up a whole display of uh, soup cans. In retrospect, it was uh, not my best moment. Hey, you know what? When the adrenaline hits and it's like fight or flight, shit happens, man. I don't blame you. It's okay, dude. So we're like out there running. The manager catches up with us in the parking lot. Fucking surrounded by fucking bag boys and shit. And the guy's like screaming us, screaming at us about fucking throwing bicks through windows. Like, that doesn't even make sense. But even worse, he fucking grabs Johnny by the scruff of his shirt and just fucking grabs him and starts shaking him. Oh, fuck. I see a sparkling brick hit the manager right in the face. I look around to see where it comes from. (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck is that a flying horse or like a gay robot or a unicorn or something crawling from the sky we're still hazy on that it looked like a cross between a unicorn and a pegasus and a robot that's not the weird thing the weird thing was the horn sticking out of its head it's not like a traditional unicorn horn it was like rounded at the tip and then gradually became thicker until it like flared at the base and then suddenly tapered and you know what it actually looked like a long butt plug. Yeah, you know, and it was all like moist and slick and stuff. It was kind of gross. Ew. Oh, and then and then it spoke to us. It was all like, oh, hey, y'all. How you muscly young men's doing? And I'm just like, what the fuck? Did you just, you just hit him in the face with a fucking brick? I thought we were tripping on acid. And it was like, mm, you young men should stay away from drugs until you get to college. And I'm a unicorn. A unicorn? No, a unicorn, you silly mongooses. A unicorn is legally distinct from a unicorn and therefore trademarkable. And that might be significant later. And yeah, the manager got a brick of truth to his face. Yeah, well, that manager didn't take kindly to that because that's when all the fucking bag boys started attacking us. It was a real rumble. Oh my God, it was like right out of West Side Story. First we started dancing at each other and then someone pulled a knife and then things got a little hazy. I think... I think I actually suplexed a bag boy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard you break his spine. How about the sound of Johnny losing his one nut? Like a grape being popped. Oh, that was a, a sound I'll never forget. It was the manager. He cried out, I am Cooksy, and I will not be thwarted like this. And then he just <laughs> smashed Johnny one nut in his one remaining nut so hard that he died of severe nut trauma. I don't know why you're laughing. We went to his funeral. His nut funeral. There's no nut funeral. <laughs> People were tossing planters into the, the grave. It's what he would have wanted. He, he told us all the time, I just really want two nuts again. And Well, in the end, he had all the nuts he could handle. <laughs> oh, damn. Just like saving from Do you know they have prosthetic <laughs> nuts? Um, are we veering off track? I no, mean, they're called, what are they called? A nudical or something? If only they had nut technology back then, you know. We oh, they, I could have helped them out. I mean, hell, we could have rebuilt Johnny One Nut bigger, stronger, and faster. But back in the early 90s, that kind of technology just didn't exist. He died of blunt force nut trauma. Who knows? Cooksey might have squeezed the fake nut and we'd still have Johnny One Nut with us today. There was a lot of carnage there, Ryan. A lot of dead bodies. A lot of suffering. A lot of pain. But eventually it was just us and that unicorn left. Yes. And the unicorn looked at us and said, 27 years from now... You all are going to do a podcast. I was like, what the fuck's a podcast? He's like, shut up, you little bitch. You're going to do a podcast, and you're going to put bricks of truth 
in the people's faces, whether they like it or not. And I'm like, well, it sounds like a lot of them aren't going to like it. We only have like 12 <laughs> listeners. Like, you shut up. You just keep doing it. Yeah, you know, and it was a strangely specific prediction, too. Eerily so. But, I mean, honestly, I don't want to see that unicorn again. So No. That's why we do what we do. That's why we bring you that truth. And that is a brick of truth to your face. Mason. Courtesy yes. of the Angry Masons. Masons. I hope we satisfied everyone. Now everyone knows what Angry Masons is all about. That's right. We're about unicorns and possible merchandising ideas. <laughs> you know, Ryan, uh, my recollection of that events are a little a little fuzzy. I don't remember what we were doing before we went there, but uh, are you sure it happened just like that? Dan, you shut your filthy whore mouth. That's how. That's our story. We're sticking to it. Oh, all right. Well, I'm not going to argue then. Uh, if anybody else has any comments about our origin story, or uh, there's a number of ways you can reach us. PDP, where can they catch us? Facebook.com slash Angry Masons. That's right. And they can also download episodes from SoundCloud.com slash Angry Masons. Uh, where can they go if they want to send us an email? angrymasons at catlover.com that's right yeah catlover yeah Uh, anyway we're also on twitter at angrymasons and of course you can download us on spotify and tune in radio and very soon ryan we're going to be on the itunes hot damn thanks everyone and uh thanks to our uh, special guest pdp oh thanks for having me it was fun getting the angry masons back together definitely won't be the last time we do this my friend yeah, as an OG Angry Mason, uh, you got an open invitation, PDP. You can stop by any time. Thank you. So uh, until next time, everyone, uh, we're going to ride like the wind. See ya. <laughs> Woo!